0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Indie Popsicle. It's your host, Carissa, and you know on the show I like to talk about good tunes, good food, and good reads. Because honestly, what else is there to life? Today, I have a special guest from Diamond Dog Records, Christina Nicole. She'll be talking about the release of her latest single.
1: Hi, I'm Christina Nicole. I have a new single coming out called Drifting. Um, It's around a year after my debut single at sea and I'm super excited for everybody to hear that. Yes, oh my goodness, I'm so excited I got a little sample of the new
0: single and I I like how it's different from your old sound. I -hmm. think the first one um, at sea was definitely more like they're both atmospheric but Etsy feels more industrial. I don't know, that's right. like the vibes I was getting. And then like the current one sorry Drifter Drift is beat like very beach house as far as instrumentals go and then your voice
1: is just like Lana Del Rey
0: oh my god I was like <sighs> thank
1: you Bye. I actually love all of them I went through such a Lana phase back like sophomore year of high school it's all I listened to so that definitely plays a big role of influence and beach house like my favorite band of all time absolutely Bye. love them so that means a lot thank you <laughs>
0: oh that's so cool yeah yeah of course but I was like like I played it and I was like you know there's like the ocean wave sound in the beginning I was like okay and I was like oh my gosh okay Miss right I hear you <laughs> so what's if you could give the listeners a little insight into the meaning behind drifting
1: yes so drifting is based all along a metaphor of like the ocean and the sea um, as the song progresses, it ca- kind of sounds like you're sinking into like the ocean, the instrumentation kind of plays a part in that as well as the lyrics and I think it's super cool to write about metaphors like that it just it gets like, it's a way to inspire me you know. And so drifting is kind of like losing yourself in something that looks so beautiful from the outside but like deep down like the ocean is so ruthless and, you know, you just get lost in it. So that's kind of what I wanted to try to portray.
0: Definitely. Ooh, I like that a lot. I'm a big fan of the ocean, grew up by the beach and like this past summer have been going like multiple times a week. So it is definitely
1: like a healing spot for me. I nice. know you're from Freehold, New Jersey originally. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I'm kind of by the beach too, around like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely that's kind of where I got the whole ocean thing from too. Nice. Um, yeah. And I moved to Nashville um, this summer with my family, I'm back in Philly now for college. But so it's been cool moving okay. around from place to place. That's crazy. I have cousins in Freehold. I used to live in Colts Neck.
0: Uh, oh, for a few years. yeah. So we'd go to like the Barnes and Noble in Freehold, like at the Freehold Mall, go for yes. a beat club. I remember. Oh, it was such a good time. But familiar with the area. And then, so you're going to school in
1: Philly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Studying music, or is music on the side? I'm doing music industry so career wise I'm kind of focused on um, live music and events and all that and then songwriting is always my passion you know I get to kind of learn I get to kind of learn both you know like because music industry kind of encapsulates like everything so I get to learn production and songwriting but also like here's some more technical stuff you could take out into the world with you. That's really helpful, especially for being an
0: independent artist. I'm sure it's helpful knowing how the industry works and what to do in order to succeed in that industry. So yes, yes. we get the whole scope.
1: Mm-hmm. And what would you say is has been like a favorite class so far? I actually had a songwriting class last year, and that was just super fun because, like, collaborating with my peers, it's just always so cool, getting different styles implemented with mine and creating a whole different, unique sound out of that. So fun, and it's also really cool to branch out and try new things I would have never tried by myself, so that's been awesome. And um, learning tips and stuff definitely helps me with my music, my personal endeavors, so that's definitely my favorite class so far nice do you play any instruments yourself a little bit of piano not like amazingly
0: but it's fun nice how long have you been songwriting because I know your first single came out around a year ago Mm -hmm. but how long have you been
1: yeah, so I've I've been singing for as long as I can remember. I've like done performances a lot in high school and trying to get back into that this year. But songwriting wise, I've been writing songs since high school because I was in a music program there. And that's kind of where I realized I can do a lot more with the tools that I have than just performing. I can make my own stuff. So that's been super cool and super kind of life changing to realize that. And yeah, so a couple of years now for songwriting
0: nice that's so cool who are some of your favorite musicians i know you mentioned london rain beach House, but any other like musical influences
1: i've been um a huge fan of lord and oh my god her new album is so so good
0: oh my god, so-
1: uh, I, love <laughs> I love her i love her so much <laughs> yeah, like her vibe is just she's so genuine she's just she so really genuine. is
0: and seeing just like the progression from like pure heroine to melodrama and now solar power like yes. it is amazing I know Not a lot really. of people like I was even hesitant about solar power at first I was like mm-hmm. okay, it sounds like a tampon commercial like <laughs> yes. I don't know but yeah listening to
1: the album all the way through all together I was like ooh, no oh, yeah. Is-
0: this is movement, this is growth,
1: like, totally feel you on that, um, the single I was, like, iffy about, but then once, um, Stone to the Nail Salon came out, I was, like, oh, here we go, like, here we go, yeah, oh, I think Oceanic Feeling was one of my favorites from, so good,
0: goosebumps, I know there's, like, a line, I forget which song it's in, but it's, like, that cherry black lipsticks in the back of the drawer or something, yes, from Pure
1: Heroin, I was, like, oh my god, (laughs) She's putting it all away. Like, we don't get that anymore, but, which is great for her, but man, like, as a
0: listener, you're like, oh my gosh, like, end of an era for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, that's so cool, though. And so, do you
1: have, like, musical family, musical background, or... Not really. My family kind of does nothing really musical, but so it was kind of surprising for them when I was the first one kind of like branching off into all this stuff. They're like, "Ooh, good for you. They're always very supportive of it. Um, but yeah, musical background, like I said, high school and my music program in high school and now in college. just It's kind of been with me for a while. So I haven't really had a time in my life where I wasn't singing or performing or something like that. And it keeps evolving as I grow and change, you know, so does that. Yeah, that's Really like that.
0: Um I was gonna say, because like, oh, if they're moving to Nashville, I was like, that's a huge music city. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah
1: if you're are you do you like philly do you like the northeast or i love philly i love this the city here has such high energy and like the vibe is like no other place i've been to like new york city and now nashville and philly is still so unique and every city is unique but the vibe in philly just feels real and cool whereas like nashville is kind of laid back and very chill very nice but philly is like wow
0: that's so cool yeah i've been to philly once I think and it was really cool went to the art museum there which was really nice but it seems seems like a hustling bustling city but then like not as bad as New York like oh yeah not as competitive as New York either or yeah. at least I assume it's not as competitive as New York
1: no yeah I totally totally feel that um New York is kind of overwhelming whereas Philly I feel like I have my spot here on campus and' like I know where this is I know where to go and it's not too much in your face it's, it's right cute. right. And are there more live events opening up again? I think so. I think um, I go to this one venue, World Cafe Live, and um, I think they're opening back up again. So I want to see some concerts there. A lot of local venues are going back doing stuff. I know in Nashville they are. I was, um, yeah, it was cool to be there and see all that happening again. That's great. Yeah. It's like, I see more
0: concert dates opening up and like concerts staying. And I think it's really great that like some of them are including, or most of them are including, oh, like, you know, proof of a negative COVID test, vaccine. Like that way we could keep these things going.
1: We can keep the industry alive that way. Please. We don't want to die again. Like it almost did. I know. Oh my gosh. Would you have
0: released music sooner if it wasn't for COVID? Or do you think COVID allowed you more time to work
1: on? Um, I definitely would have released it sooner if it wasn't for COVID. Um, It's quarantine like kind of like, put a lot of stuff on hold even just like mentally it's like oh like what do I yeah, do with myself and it's like I can't find the inspiration and I feel like I should have been finding the inspirations so that was really frustrating but once I got back on campus and back into that mindset of like I'm being productive now I'm in my element I have people to collaborate with and help me out here and there and um, yeah if it wasn't for quarantine I would have had some more stuff in the works but we're getting back into it. Yeah, I mean, honestly,
0: it's just day by day, like, you can't rush good art, so. For sure, for sure, you can't force it. No, it's all part of the process. And when did you get introduced to
1: Diamond Dog Records? Oh, I think it was like around February last year. I knew the girls um, from my school and they're all super nice. When they reached out, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I would love to be a part of this. And they've been awesome. They've been so fun to work with. Such nice people. They do so much too. It's really cool to see like an all-female kind of thing happening there. Very empowering. Definitely. I connected
0: with Mina, I think, I'm trying, has it less than a year ago, but still like, feels like it was it's been a solid few months and yeah. it's been co- so cool to see just like everything build from like just I think I want to say there was like a magazine as well in the beginning not part of Diamond Dog Records but oh, yeah yeah. she had oh my gosh I'm blanking on the name right now but just so cool to see like what people can build up during quarantine and then like how it's evolved since then and how people have been able to build those relationships online and continue okay. them Yeah. Yeah. Has it been been hard doing music classes virtually? I know like one of my friends, he's like a jazz major and Mm -hmm. it's like, he's like, it's really just not the same, like sending in a recording of you playing guitar and then having to mix it with everybody else's instruments and stuff.
1: Oh, for sure. It definitely is not the same. I think we really tried to make the best of it but it can't it can't compare to in person, especially with like creative fields like this. It's really hard to like get inspired because I do get inspired from the people around me. And um, I don't know, it's just stuff like that. And being kind of by myself in a room with just a computer in front of me, I'm like, okay, learning some music right now. But um, it got better once the studios opened back up. So they had like some protocols with like masks and all that. So we can still go to the studios and work with people. So that kind of got the ball rolling again. And I'm so glad everything's back in person right now. So that's sick. What's your favorite part of collaborating with people? Um, kind of seeing their style and then combining with my style and like using both our strengths and weaknesses and making something super cool. I know I would consider my strengths to be kind of vocals and like choosing different styles and experimenting with that. And some of my weaknesses would be picking instrumental parts. And so having someone that can work with me on that would be so cool. So, and it's really cool to experiment with genres. Um, a lot of the stuff I do is very like, you know, the ambient thing, but a lot of class projects were like kind of borderline country projects with oh my, my gosh brother. so that was cool it, a little bit of country a little bit of country sound but it wasn't like my whole reverb ambient and like atmospheric vibe so I just like you know trying new things basically
0: yeah wait was it country like classic country music or like country pop or um, folksy here because
1: like it was like um not really classic country, I can not really know how to describe it, it had a little bit of a country feel, but it wasn't something I would do, so I was like, whoa, like, this is so cool, and I ended up really enjoying it.
0: Nice, um, I mean,
1: we could but, all draw a
0: little inspiration from Dolly Parton every now yes. and then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. What would you say, I, so from Music Taste, I'm gathering bits of indie, indie pop, that kind of bedroom pop, what is your, current favorite genre to listen to and
1: then least favorite genre to listen to well right now i kind of like um like alternative rock a little bit i do love lord and like Billie eilish and beach house but also like another part of me loves like red hot chili peppers and loving them such a bop honestly so
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh we play we play alternate i work at a little like cafe on the beach and we always play like alternative rock and stuff like that we've been going through like a very big early to mid2000s pop punk stage or mm-hmm. punk so like Fallout boy will be playing and then the strokes and it's it's always a fun time customers are, will come in and they're like good music you're playing I'm like I know right classic yes. always <laughs>
1: yeah it really does depend on the mood like sometimes I just need like you know a good beach house song to vibe to but sometimes I want to be pumped up listen to some like electric guitars you know yeah A beach house song to cry to. Space song will send me
0: every single time. (laughs) I don't think I could listen to that without crying. Oh no. (laughs) And then yeah, that's funny how you said they like had you work a little bit with country because I used to say for the longest time like oh I listen to all kinds of music except country. I don't know. I had this big thing against like country music. Maybe it's just growing up in the south and it being like all around Mm -hmm. you. Being like no, I don't want to listen to that. (laughs) I don't know. I like. I like it now. I think it's more like folksy or like older stuff or like one of my friends, she's a country singer and Mm -hmm. watching her perform live, I was like,
1: wait a second like I mm-hmm. am suddenly the biggest fan of country music. oh yeah and I was in Nashville and I saw a lot of pop country shows and I was like whoa like this is really really cool like I never really gave it that time of day because everyone yeah. says oh my god country music but there's some good stuff out there yeah suddenly I've got my cowboy boots on and I'm, <laughs>
0: Literally. I'm like all right what's next
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and you talked about metaphors and how you like using that in your music. Are you a big reader or like, do you like
1: poetry? Other I of- love, I love poetry. I used to write a lot of poems, trying to get back into that too. Um, I used to say creative writing classes in high school. So cool. And kind of just like, I always love analyzing like little excerpts. We have this like one excerpt um, behind the yellow wallpaper and it was a whole, <sighs> Like, I that is my favorite short story it, like yes the whole time so good and I was like, oh, all good this could have so much meaning in it like this is crazy I sat and analyzed that even after class I was like whoa like this is crazy so yeah I guess a lot comes from just literally just finding meaning in things that you wouldn't think have like meaning like this girl's yellow wallpaper in her room caused all this stuff like you would never think <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so crazy. When you said like, oh, I really like metaphors and stuff, my mind immediately went to the yellow wallpaper. Like, <laughs> I, I think I was like a sophomore or junior in high school when I read mm-hmm. that in the class and I, we, I had to do a project on it. And I was like, now this, this is next level here. Oh it's, is. it's so, I've been meaning to reread that for so long. Weird. Just so much like, like between the wallpaper and the different guests that come in and out through the house or like the limit, the lack of, the ocean
1: the oh it's just so good so good so that yeah that definitely plays a part in my inspirations because I was so fascinated by that so kind of connecting the dots there it all kind of you know goes together Uh, made sense
0: were you a big like young adult romance fan or more of like dystopian novels um you know, uh, I didn't. I mean, I mean it's, yeah.
1: Fun too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read too many like books, books because my attention span I just don't have it for that. So no, I, I just read <laughs> a of, yeah, a lot of poems and all that. But if I were to choose the books, the young adult um, books like that, I used to love Twilight and all that, but it's a long time ago. <laughs> it's
0: so funny how it's like resurging because like I wasn't allowed to watch Twilight when I was little, <laughs> but then now that it's like popular again my friends were like oh my gosh Chris, you have to sit and watch it I was like okay and now it's all I talk about I'm like it's
1: honestly so good
0: I need to go so to Forks, Forks um, Washington I was about to say Michigan Forks Washington <laughs> right yeah. now yes wait but are you team Edward or team Jacob oh, definitely Edward good okay good yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my coworker. I was like so are you team Edward or team Jacob and she was like <laughs> um I don't know uh Jacob I guess and I was like no <laughs> no I don't no. Want to talk to She's like, I, I haven't seen those in 10 years nor do I care about them I was like <laughs> you still answered wrong <laughs> <laughs> man and then do you plan on because you've been collaborating in school collaborating with other musicians would you plan on collaborating on anybody to like produce music or like have a song with in the future
1: I definitely would love to I plan on trying to get that going this year maybe Diamond Dog can help me out with that a little bit Um, because I think collaborating is super cool I have to make some connections with that but definitely a goal of mine nice do we have any so the single
0: comes out September 24th right Mm -hmm. okay any EP record in the future or just the single for now Kind of taking it day
1: by day. It might happen. I have some ideas, but right now I have some lyrics and some half-started songs. So there will definitely be more coming out in the future. And if that's an EP, it's an EP. But I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting.
0: So this is one question that I do ask everybody at the end of my show, and it is has really nothing to do with music, but very important for the indie popsicle what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Cookies and cream, definitely. Okay, okay, classic, but a good one. (laughs) Now, are you a fan of, like, I know some of them have, like, the Oreos one, so it's, like, cookies and cream with extra Oreos in it, or more just, like, bring on the Oreos, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, my favorite's mint chocolate chip. Oh, good one mint cookies and cream is also good though like when they have like that yes. space with the oreos added i like that for sure shamrock shake vibes from mcdonald's i guess so but... good <laughs> <laughs> <what I> <laughs> can you um let the listeners know where they can find you on find you on the internet find where they can listen to your music yes.
1: Yes, my Instagram, it's still my personal Instagram. So it's Christina Mooney with no underscores or anything. Christina with the CH. And um, all of my websites and stuff are linked in my link tree. You can find me on Spotify, um, Apple Music, all streaming services. Anywhere you listen to music, I will be there.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of the Indie Popsicle. If you want to hear more of Christina's work, you can check her out on all streaming platforms. Her single, Drifting, will be out September 24th. So if you're listening to this release night, Thursday, you got to wait till tomorrow. But if not, go check it out. And if you have any questions, comments for me, need music recommendations, want to find out how you could be on the show, go follow me on Instagram. It's at theindiepopsicle. Or you can shoot me an email at the indie popsicle at gmail.com thanks so much guys and hope to hear from you soon